Shalom Lechem of Isai. I hope that everybody is doing well. It's hard to believe that we're holding in the middle of Chodesh Adda right now, just a few days before Purim. Although normally we talk about the parasha, which this week is parasha Tzavah, but we also know that we're going to read parasha Zohar, which is the Shabbos before Purim. I thought that it would be a good idea to perhaps talk a little about the Yom Tov of the Chag of Purim. Before we actually talk about the Chag, I thought it might be worthy to mention, you know, in the Megillah, we refer to Mordechai as Mordechai Yehudi. We find there's an emphasis that we put on calling Mordechai Yehudi. Yehudim HaKola Yehudim Haisa Arva Simcha Sasam V'Yikar. Haman was the Tzar HaYehudim. That's the way of describing and referring to Klai Yisrael in the, in the Megillah. We don't call them Bnei Yaakov, Bnei Yisrael. We refer to them as Yehudim. Why do we keep it to that name? So, the Sharim explains that the idea of, of the Yehudi, the whole idea is the idea of being maida, of admitting and realizing that you have something and being able to say thank you, to say that. And Mordechai was able to realize the Yad Hashem throughout the whole hidden picture of the Megillah, Hester Panin, was the one that taught us this idea of realizing and understanding and admitting to realizing the Yad Hashem. Therefore, we give that message by referring to the Klai Yisrael in the, in the Megillah with the lesson of Yehudi, Yehudim, Yehudim, Yehudi. Being that the <coughs> identity of a Jew Yehudi is to show thanks. I think it would be befitting to thank everybody for the for the participation in the pre-perm campaign that the yeshiva ran last week. Um, it's very encouraging us, uh, very encouraging to us to see when the talmidim are behind us and helping us to be able to sponsor the different things that we have to be able to provide for the talmidim. And those that didn't have a chance to be able to participate, I think that the link is going to be open throughout Purim. And uh, if anyone wants to be able to participate in this tremendous mitzvah, it will, is, it will be greatly appreciated by all the Rebbe. Now we'll get to talk a little bit about Purim. Now the Gwari Megillah on the Bureau Mabei begins with talking about the drushes having to do with the Megillah. And before it takes the whole Megillah part, Pusik, word by word, and Pusik by Pusik, and tells you the hidden meanings behind every word of the Megillah, the Gemara brings for about a, about a whole daf, a whole bunch of Amarayim that give a little bit of an insight to the story of Purim, to talk about the, something to, some type of a, of a message that they want to use as a way to hint to the story of Purim. The Gemara keeps saying over, Pusik la pisko la Whoever it is that starts with Rabbi Yannison and Ashur Malachmeni and all different people, they opened up a opening, a door to explain this parasha, this of, of the Megillah, from some source in the Pasuk in Tanakh. Why is Lashmet Pischa? The Farshim explain that it's like a mafteach, it's like a key. Pesach, you open up the door with a mafteach. So they wanted to give a mafteach teaching every one of us to be a key to get us to be able to get us to understand the critical point that we want to be able to learn from the Megillah. 
Now, the Gemara in Dafiyadal from Aleph brings the message of Avalosa. Like the Gemara said like this. Avalosa pasal chapisko lehay pershas opened up to Darshan, you could say his mafteach, uh, his key to the Megillah, from the following Pasuk. He quotes a Pasuk from Kehelas. The Pasuk says, Batzaltayim yimach through laziness, the roof caves in. When a person is left idle, not doing anything, the house begins to leak. The pashas of the pasuk means if you don't take care of things, then they, they wind up getting ruined. If, you, if you're not going to be careful about taking care of the house, the roof will cave in and you'll have leaks in the house. But what's the the drush, the Joshua, the message that the Pasik is trying to tell us in Kahelis? So Velaza wants to take this Pasik and connect it to the story of Purim. The Mars is like this. Mm-hmm. But at time but, but, but from the that through laziness the roof caved in. So the Gemara says Yisrael. But the laziness the the Chayisol just not being assertive enough. Shalai osku They weren't learning Torah strong enough. They weren't learning Torah well enough. They weren't putting their full kaiches into it. So the the Chayisol wound up becoming mach, which the Russian vanias being poor. And more proof that we see that the Russian of mach has to do with poverty. So now, what does that mean that the roof caves in? It says that the when the pasuk says the roof caves in. So when the pasuk is referring to Kaiyosol became poor, they, they, they were they wound up having a sakano the, the whole the whole the whole fear of Hama. Who's the makara? The makara el hakadosh baruch So referring to hakadosh baruch hu. Shenam hamakara b'mayim so what the Pasuk means to say is, because they were lazy in Torah, they weren't being assertive in Torah, so therefore Bohu, who was the one that was there to, to like cover over them and protect them, he was he, he became mach, he became he wasn't there, he wasn't like, you know, being coming through to them, right? Because he and he wasn't showing his way because he normally was able to save Kalisha. And the Kalisha came into a situation where Amalek was trying to get to them, Amman and Ahasuerus were all trying to get to them. As a result of the fact that they weren't being strong enough in time. So it sounds like from the Lazar that the cause of Xera of Haman and Achishverish to destroy Kal Yisrael came because of because of um, the fact that they were weak in Torah. But if you take a look at the Gemara and that few Bezam and Aleph, the Gemara brings in other reasons. The Gemara says, Shaolu Tamidov is a Vashim Bayechai and Yechai. Tamidov of Vashim and Yechai. Came to ask him once. What's the reason why Klai Yisrael was hired to be destroyed, uh, that they were supposed to be wiped out? So Amalehem, so Shemachai answered back to them, In Latam, you tell me. If you ask him, you tell me. Amalehem said, I'll tell you the answer back. I'll tell you what we, the reason we thought. Because they had. Pleasure in the suit of, of uh, Achishverish, which is really brought down in the Medrash. That was a reason for for the, the destroying them. So Shimon Echad challenged them, and he said, "Well, if that, in Cain, if that's the case, 
So why did all the Jews in the whole world have to get killed? Shusha, they were the ones that participated in that party, and they should be the ones that should be killed. Right? But all the rest of the world, why should everyone else get killed? So I'm realized that the Talmud said back to Rabbi Meichai, okay, so our reason is not being accepted right now. Emirata, you tell us. Amalahem, but then Shishtachavu let's tell him. When Nebuchadnezzar made an idol and he forced everybody to bow down to it, so all the Jews at the time felt, you know, gave in and they bowed down to that idol, except for Hanani and Mishal And because of that bowing down to the idol, that Chil Hashem, that's what Roshim Machai tells them. That was the reason why they were that there was a zera for them to be destroyed. If that's the case, then why would they say it? It's not such a strong reason. They should have really been wiped out. They only did it. On the outside, it wasn't really something they wanted to do. It was only because Nebuchadnezzar was scaring them and forcing them. Also just did it on the outside. But in the end, he wound up saving them. So here we find that Bar of tells us that the reason why Klai Yisrael was had a zero for Kalaya is because of the, they weren't putting enough attention into learning Torah. There was roughly a day in that Torah. They were weak in their Torah. Therefore, that's the reason why they weren't able to uh, that they came to zero for to be wiped out. Whereas the Talmud of Rabbi thought that the reason is because. <laughs> they they uh, they were nana from the Sudha Vakashvarish, they participated in the Sudha Vakashvarish. And Rashimbaicha himself answered back to them, no, it was a totally different reason. Because they bowed they bowed down to the idol. Now there's another place where the where the Chacham Darshan that the reason for the, for the, the why they were destroyed was in the Gemara, where the Gemara says later on in the Pasuk that says <laughs> that um the Gemara says like this. Gemara says that there was nobody that knew how to say Lashon Hara better than than Haman Arasha. He, able, he was able to to find different ways how to find some uh, some type of way to be able to instigate claims against them and to be able to convince Achashverosh to be able to destroy them. The pasuk says what were, one of the things that Haman said to Achashverosh was Vayem Haman Amalch Achashverosh. Haman said to Achashverosh, "Pasuk in Megillah." There's a nation over here which is scattered and, and are all amongst all the nations. And all your countries with the same shyness, they have a bunch of strange laws. We call Amp and everybody else. They don't do it, they don't do your laws. It's not Kedai for you to keep them around. You should get rid of them. So for this Lashon of Yeshna Amechad, Haman was telling him that this nation is a scattered nation. Mar goes to the whole back and forth and if you give him the days over there, how Achashverosh answered back, you know, uh, maybe I should keep them. He said, well, you know, I'm afraid of their, I'm afraid of their God. I'm afraid of their God. That they're not, not going to do to me like what they did to the previous kings that started up with the Jews. He said, no, yes, yes, meaning what? They're sleeping for, yes, they're sleeping for the mitzvahs. They're not doing the mitzvahs wrong. Mm-hmm. So back all the chachamim. He said, oh, they're just, and I'm, you know, they're all, they're all together, all the same. They're all the same. Maybe you're going to say that I'm going to leave an empty place in my my, my uh, kingdom. That there's going to be a empty empty land because I'm going to get rid of a whole 
nation, eh, all spread across. Back and forth, he kept answering back and forth. But here, Haman coined something with a time against Klai Yisrael that they were they were scattered and separate amongst all the nations. Which means, they dash him from that point that Haman came with some type of a kitchen with an accusing time against Klai Yisrael that they were lacking achdus, they were lacking togetherness. And that's why the Nesivas tells us that one of the reasons why we have the mitzvahs of Bishlayachmanas in the time of Klaviyayim and Purim is the, to show the idea of brotherliness, brotherly, brotherly love, and connecting with one another, that we give Bishlayachmanas to each other, we give Matanas Klaviyayim to each other, and we show brotherly love between each other. So here we have a fourth reason. So again, according to Avalazar, the reason why they, there was a Xero was because they weren't, they weren't learning Torah well enough. According to the Talmud of Roshim Ba'yichai, because they took, partook in the suit of Achashverosh. According to Roshim Ba'yichai himself, because they went, they bowed down to the idol. And then, and according to the Gemara over here, it seems like the reason why they were, they got the punishment of, to be destroyed was because they were, they were, um, they were separate. They weren't, they weren't having actions between one another. So what exactly is the reason, and how do you fit everything together? So, without you sure, the Sefer comes to the Metaritz, this, uh, this question. He answers like this. He says, let's take the two time that were discussed between Rav Shimba Yechai and his Talmidim, the Chet of, of um, Binyan and Yisudas Achashverosh, and the Chet of of them being Mishtach of What's the what's the source of them being Nana taking pleasure in the Sud of Hashverish? And what's the source of them not of them of them bearing down to that idol? So he explains the source of both of those are separation and a person just keeping to himself and not being together with somebody else. We know Kaivas, the desires that a person has Right, the pasuk tells a person wants to be Isaac and busy with his taivas. He prefers just to be on his own, away from everybody else. Because the taiva is something which which shows self interest and self benefit. That I'm worried about my own personal thing, taking it to myself. That's something which comes from from a person just thinking about himself and not being involved with everybody else. What was it when they bowed? That's that's the Talmidim of Shemayachai. They said when they were Nana from the Suzak Hashverish, that was already showing lack of Achtus. They were so busy to run, even though they were warned by Mordechai Tzadik, don't go to that Suda, like the Medrash tells us. But the Taivas were so strong that they only thought about themselves, not thinking about the whole us and the Klai Yisrael. That was what brought on the Xerah. Avaydazara, which was Bishtachel itself. And it's the same idea, taking away the idea of Achtus. Because when we have Hashem Echad Ushmei Echad, the one God that was kept in unison, one God, one Echadish Baruch Hu, that shows the idea of Achdus within this Achid Bebarein with our Creator. Abayuzayis, we pick this God, we pick that God, we pick this one, and also symbolizing the idea of separation. We're all each one for his own. We're not all everything just together. Hashem Echad Ushmei Echad. So it comes out that the Source of the sin, of the chet, that caused the Kaisal to be destroyed, according to the Talmudim of Rishim Baychai, who said that they were an end of the Suda Zachashverish. Well, the reason why Rishim Baychai said, because they were Mishnah and Salem, 
because really the source of what the Gemara tells us that when Haman came to say that they were separate, that was a kitchen that was an accusing thing against Israel that they were lacking in Achdus. So now, how does that fit in though with Filalaza? Filalaza says because they, were, they weren't giving to learning Torah properly. Because how does a person maintain the Achdus? We know that before the Torah was given, the last preparation that they had to have before the Torah was given was Vayichan Sham Yisrael Neged Ahar. Yisrael had to encamp next to the mountain. And like Rashi says, Ke'ishachad Leivachad. They had to be in one, one unit together in unison. In order for the Torah to be Mithkabel, for the people to be, to be received, it had to be Achdus and Klai Yisrael. So the, the Achdus is a precedent to have the Torah. But once you have the Torah, the Torah is something which promotes and generates Achdus. And when a, when a person goes ahead and learns Torah properly, and he puts his efforts into it, and he puts in, it promotes a certain idea of Achdus and togetherness, and through the Torah, it helps a person be misachin himself, to connect himself to, and to, to, to the Bari and to the fashion himself to Kodesh Bokum, like Ramchal told us in Der HaShem, that the strongest way that a person can bring himself to truly connect with Kodesh Bokum is to live in a Torah. And the deeper that he goes into the live in a Torah, the more he is amic and is ayin into it, that makes a stronger kasher and, 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 and builds him, build his kasher with Kodesh Bokum. So the whole idea of the Torah is the idea of being misachin, bringing everything together with our Bari with our, with our Creator, bringing everything together between the two of us, between all of us. So when we were weak in Torah, that caused a certain situation of period, of lacking of Achdus. Once there was a lacking of Achdus, so then that led to a situation of us being self-centered and being involved in other things. That led out the <coughs> going to the Siddhas Achashverish, and that also came from the source of, 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 of being Mishnachel or itself. So what do we learn from this? Like the series tells us the whole idea of Purim is to work on our actors, to work on our thinking of, of, of each other, to thinking of what each of us needs to be nice when somebody else has a problem, it's not his problem, it's our problem. When somebody else needs something, it's our 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 worry how to help him and give him give him what he needs. When somebody else is having a simcha. It's our simcha. Sometimes a person makes a simcha. Oh no, I got an invitation. I have to go to this fasting. I got to go, I have to go to this bar mitzvah. We have to be able to be there for each other and think of each other and sameach with each other. And when there's challenges, to be there to be encouraging to each other and to be able to be there for each other in all places. That's the, the side of, of actors and that comes from the Torah that we live. And, that, and that's the message of Purim. When we come to that point, when we're in the Torah that we learn, Purim is such a chasha v'chasha a day. The person spends time, has to spend some time, he gets so busy with everything else to make sure that he's learning Torah and he takes advantage of the daft and the tefillah. Like the Sarm HaKreshim say, Malacha we know that when a, when a person comes to collect tzedakah from you, you're supposed to give anybody who comes to you. Anybody who sticks his hand out to you, you're not supposed to ask him, are you worthy, you're not worthy, you just give him. So the Sarm HaKreshim say that that's, the, that's a... <clears throat> a schooler, and that's a message to really to what happens between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Whenever we, whenever we stretch out HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I, I got HaKadosh Baruch Hu to help us and to gift us, to feel us and to amaze him in everything that we do, HaKadosh Baruch Hu just, whoever stretches his hand out to him, HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes him and carries him through. In Mitzvah Shem, this should be a day of, of, that we have Mitzvah Shem coming this week, a day of Aliyah, 
they've kiddush Hashem, not the chas v'shalom, the way of chilu Hashem, and and that would be able to come all of us to be misachet together with the Torah that we learn, to the achzus that we have, to the that we build between each other, and with that we should finally be able to come to the geula shleima b'mehav yameno b'neimar amen. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos, Bez Hashem, and a Freilich and Freilich and Purim, and all the brachas should be able to be, for that come from the big chef of Purim, should be nanit us, and we should be zechit to Yeshua, so nechamas b'parav yameinu, amen. Everyone should have a good Shabbos, Freilich and Purim, and go.